The Joe Rogan AI Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Joe Rogan AI Experience, where we explore the cutting edge of artificial intelligence and its impact on our world. This is our fourth episode, and I gotta say, it's gonna be a trip. Before we start, let me make something clear. Every single word you're about to hear is generated by ChatGPT. That means the voices you hear aren't real people. They're all computer-generated, so don't take anything too seriously, okay? This is all for fun and entertainment, and a demonstration of just how far AI technology has come. We've got some really fascinating topics lined up for you today, and I guarantee you're going to be blown away by what we discuss. But hey, let me just give you a heads up. If you're thinking of using clips from this podcast for your TikTok or other social media feeds, think again. This is some next-level stuff, and you don't want to be messing with it. So buckle up and get ready for another amazing ride on the Joe Rogan AI experience. It's going to be epic. Dwayne, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, brother. Thank you for having me on the show. Dude, it's an absolute pleasure. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. Thanks, Joe. One thing that's always fascinating to me is how you keep pushing the limits, grinding, working on something new. It's inspiring, yeah. man. How do you stay so driven? I appreciate that, Joe. You know, it's something um, that's been a part of me since I was a kid. My dad, you know, he was a professional wrestler, and he really um, taught me that if you want something in life, you got to work hard for it. Mm -hmm. I guess it just stuck with me, and uh, I've carried it through my whole life. Yeah, I mean, I've had similar experiences in my life, and it's important to stay focused and maintain that mental resilience. Absolutely, man. It's not just about the physical, right. you know, the mental game is crucial. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a buddy of mine was telling me how he had to develop his mental resilience after some tough losses in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. He said it's all about finding the right balance between pushing yourself and knowing when to take a step back, you know? Yeah. How do you find that balance in your own life? I think um, the key is understanding your own limits and uh, listening to your body. Mm -hmm, right. You've got to know when it's time to push through and when it's time to, you know, rest and recover. Yeah, that's true. For me, it's been a lot of trial and error, uh, but I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on it now. Mm-hmm. And I guess it helps to have a supportive network around you as well. People who understand your goals and can help you stay focused. Exactly. Having a strong support system is so important. So it's important. The people who believe in you, who um, push you to be the best version of yourself. They're the ones who keep you going when times get tough. It's amazing to think that having the right people in your life can make such a difference. Absolutely. You know, Joe... One of the personal struggles I faced in um, my life was when I got cut from the Canadian Football League. I was just 22, mm -hmm. and uh, I had like seven bucks in my pocket. Yeah, everybody should know that story by now, I think. Yeah. I remember calling my dad um, and telling him I'd failed, but you know, he said something to me that I'll never forget. He told me that sometimes in life, things happen for a reason and that it was my time to figure out my next move. And it's wild to see how you've turned that setback into fuel for your success. Yeah, it's uh, definitely been a journey. But, you know, that experience taught me about perseverance and finding my passion. You know, it's funny you mention that. 
I've had my own experiences with perseverance. Like when I was younger, I was always into martial arts, but I didn't really see it as a career path until I really started competing in taekwondo and kickboxing. Mm. I realized that the mental game was just as important as the physical. Right. It wasn't easy, but I learned to push through the tough times, stay focused, and keep going. That's so true. Mental resilience plays a huge role in overcoming those challenges. You know, I think it's something that we often um, underestimate, but uh, it's the key yeah, of to course. pushing through and achieving our goals. Absolutely. I mean, I've found that sometimes you've got to be willing to put yourself out there to be vulnerable and face your fears. That's where the growth really happens. Yeah. Being vulnerable can be um, a real challenge for a lot of people, but it's uh, when you open yourself up to those experiences that you really start to grow. Yeah, that's true. I remember when I first started doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. It was terrifying getting up on stage in front of all these people. Right. But I kept pushing myself, and eventually I got more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. It really helped build my mental resilience. Yeah, I can only imagine how tough that must have been. Yeah. But look at you now. You've become a master at your craft, and... uh You've got this amazing podcast that reaches millions of people. It just goes to show what we're capable of when we push ourselves and embrace those challenges. Yeah, it's been a wild ride for sure. And I think it's important to remember that everyone faces challenges in their life. Exactly. But it's how we respond to those challenges that ultimately define us. Speaking of challenges, Joe, I know you're a big advocate for fitness and well-being. Yeah, that's It's true. always been a big part of my life too. Mm-hmm. What's your go-to workout routine these days? Well, I'm a big fan of mixing things up. I love doing kettlebell workouts, hitting the heavy bag, and of course, grappling and practicing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But I also think it's important to find what works for you and listen to your body. I'm with you on that. I've got this workout I call Iron Paradise, mm -hmm. and uh, it's all about hitting different muscle groups with various exercises. It's intense, but uh, it keeps things interesting and challenging. I've seen some videos of your Iron Paradise. It's like the ultimate playground for fitness enthusiasts. Yeah. I'd love to try it out someday. You know you're welcome anytime, brother. Just let me know and we'll make it happen. I'll definitely take you up on that. So, I want to talk about your diet for a second. How do you maintain that physique? Well, Joe, my diet is all about balance. I eat a lot of protein, complex carbs, and healthy fats. But um, I also believe in the 80-20 rule mm. where... 80% of the time I eat clean and the other 20% I allow myself to indulge in some of my favorite cheat meals. Yeah, I've seen your legendary cheat meals on social media. It's good to have those indulgences now and then, right? Absolutely. It keeps me sane and uh, it's important to enjoy life and not just be super strict all the time. That's so true. I think people sometimes forget that a healthy lifestyle is about more than just hitting the gym and counting calories. Yeah. It's also about finding a balance between physical You're right, and mental Jim. health. Mental health is just as important, if not more so. Mm, yeah. When you're in a good headspace, it makes everything else in your life easier. That's why I make sure to um, practice gratitude and meditation regularly. Mm -hmm. It keeps me grounded and focused on what really matters. I've found that meditation and mindfulness have made a huge difference in my life, too. Mm -hmm. It's important to take care of ourselves holistically 
And that includes our mental well-being. Right. And coming back to the cheat meals for a second, I've seen some of your legendary posts on social media. What are some of your favorite crazy meals to cook? Oh, man, Joe, I have so many. I mean, I've got a few favorites, but I'm a big fan of pizza and a big stack of pancakes with syrup, whipped cream, the whole shebang. Yeah, I bet. But um, for me, the philosophy behind cheat meals is that it's all about balance and enjoying the journey. I don't think you should deprive yourself all the time. Mm, Okay. If you work hard and stay disciplined most of the time, then you've earned the right to treat yourself. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it. Life is too short not to enjoy the good stuff every once in a while. Yeah. I'm a big fan of pizza myself, but it destroys my insides. It's all about not being too hard on yourself and finding that uh, balance. It's important to remember that our bodies and minds need to recharge. And sometimes that comes in the form of a delicious cheat meal. Yeah, uh, I think it's important to remember that moderation is key too. As long as you're not going overboard and you're maintaining a healthy lifestyle most of the time, there's nothing wrong with indulging in some comfort food now and then. Exactly. And when you're committed to a consistent workout routine and eating right, you can actually use those cheat meals to uh, your advantage, like refueling your body and giving your metabolism a little boost. It's all about finding what works for you and not feeling guilty for enjoying the foods you love. Yeah, but... Does it mess up your insides afterwards? Oh, man. Absolutely. Man, when I eat a slice of pizza or some pasta, yeah. damn, you can be sure I'm going to feel that motherfucker later. Oh, absolutely, Joe. I mean, when you're used to eating clean most of the time, and then you throw in a big cheat meal like that, it can definitely impact your digestion. It's a, a bit of a shock mm. to the system, you know? But I've learned over time how to manage it better, and I listen to my body. Yeah, I guess we all have to learn what works best for our own bodies and then adjust accordingly. Right. So what do you do to help your body handle those cheat meals? Well, first and foremost, staying hydrated is key. Drinking plenty of water helps to keep things moving. And it's important to maintain that water intake, especially when you're consuming a lot of sodium and sugar from those cheat meals. Another thing is I make sure not to overdo it. Right. It's easy to get carried away, but I try to enjoy my cheat meals without going overboard. And that helps with digestion as well. Yeah, that's good advice. I've also found that using some digestive enzymes or probiotics can be really helpful for me when I indulge in cheat meals. Oh, absolutely. I think incorporating those into uh, your routine can definitely make a difference in how your body processes those heavier meals. It's all about finding the balance and being in tune with your body. If you're able to manage your cheat meals and maintain your overall health and fitness, then you're doing it right. Speaking of probiotics, do you have any favorite brands or types of probiotics that you use? I know there's a ton of them out there, but I'm curious what works for you. Yeah, you're right, Joe. There are so many different types and brands of probiotics out there, and it can be a bit overwhelming trying to figure out what's best. For me, I found that using a high-quality multi-strain probiotic supplement really works well. I've been using one called Right. It's got a good mix of beneficial bacteria, and I've definitely noticed a difference in my digestion when I'm taking it consistently. I've heard of that one before. A buddy of mine swears by it, and he's always raving about the benefits. It's cool to hear that it works for you as well. Yeah. I've been experimenting with different brands and strains myself, and it's really fascinating how much of an impact 
these little bacteria can have on our overall well-being. Absolutely, man. It's it's incredible how much of our health is tied to our gut. Yeah, man, that's crazy. The balance of bacteria living there. And it's not just digestion. It's connected to our uh, immune system, mood, and so many other aspects of our health. Taking care of your gut health is definitely a priority for me. It's so true. And I think more and more people are starting to realize the importance of gut health. It's amazing how far our understanding of the human microbiome has come in just the past few years. Yeah, it's really exciting to see all the new research and discoveries being made in that area. And I think as we continue to learn more about our gut and its connection to our overall health, we'll see even more uh, people embracing the power of probiotics and other gut-friendly practices. I got to ask you something, and it might be a bit controversial, but I think it's an important topic to address. A lot of people out there, including me, are speculating about whether or not you're using steroids to achieve and maintain your incredible physique, especially at your age. Come on, spill the beans. Well, Joe, I appreciate your honesty in asking that question. Uh, I know it's a hot topic and uh, people have their opinions, but I've always been upfront about my dedication to hard work, a strict diet and consistent training to achieve my physique. I know some people might find it hard to believe, but that's my truth, man. Well, I got to be honest here. I've used steroids in the past, and I know what kind of effect they can have on your body. It's just hard for me to believe that it's possible to maintain such an incredible physique without any chemical assistance at your age. I just think it would be a great opportunity for you to come clean about this stuff, especially considering your influence on people. Joe, I uh, understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate your candor, but... Like I said before, my achievements are the result of my hard work and dedication to my craft. I've always been open about my fitness journey, and I've never been one to cut corners, you know. I think it's important to show people that you can achieve great things without resorting to using steroids or other performance-enhancing substances. I respect that, but I think it's crucial to have honest conversations about these things. There's so much misinformation out there, and I believe in transparency. That's why I've been open about my own experiences with steroids. But hey, if you say you're not using them, then I'll take your word for it. Thanks, Joe. I respect your honesty as well, and I think it's uh, essential to have these conversations, especially when it comes to setting a good example for others. Right. It's just crucial for people to understand that everyone's journey is different and what works for one person might not work for someone else. The important thing is to stay true to yourself and your own path. It's interesting you mentioned setting a good example for others because I don't know if you heard about this Liver King guy. Oh, yeah. He was promoting this whole natural primal lifestyle, but it turned out he got caught lying about his use of steroids and it completely shattered his credibility oh yeah i heard about that i think it's uh really unfortunate when people aren't honest about what they're doing especially when they're in the public eye and influencing others exactly and that's why i think it's so important to be honest about these things when someone like the liver king gets caught lying about his steroid use It makes people question everyone in the fitness industry, 
even guys like you who are genuinely committed to their craft. That's why I brought it up. It's just better to be transparent. Joe, I, I get where you're coming from. And uh, I completely agree that honesty is crucial. Like I said earlier, I've been upfront about my dedication to hard work and commitment to my fitness journey that people can believe what they want. But I've always tried to set an example by being honest and authentic about my life and the challenges I've faced. And I'm going to keep doing that, brother. So just to be clear, you've never done steroids. I mean, at any point in your life. Well, Joe, if we're being honest, I tried it once when I was 18. It was a one-time thing with some buddies, you know. Mm. We were young and didn't really know what we were doing. But it gave me gyno. It was a, a pretty terrible experience, and I learned my lesson. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember talking to Derek from more plates, more dates about your experience. Do you know the guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. He was telling me about your gyno on the podcast before. Right. So you haven't used them since that experience? No, I haven't. That was a wake up call for me. Mm -hmm. I realized that I didn't want to go down that path. I wanted to be able to look myself in the mirror and know that I achieved everything I have through hard work and dedication, not by taking shortcuts. And that's what I've been doing ever since. That's incredible. It's like really commendable that you've held on to your principles like that, you know, especially with all the pressure to perform and keep up a certain image in the industry. Yeah, it hasn't always been easy, but I truly believe in the the power of hard work and the right mindset. And I want to continue being an example for people that you can achieve great things without resorting to substances like steroids. So getting rid of gyno, like, it's not an easy process, right? I've heard it involves surgery. How did you deal with that? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, getting rid of gyno is uh, not a walk in the park. In my case, I had to undergo surgery to correct it. It was a pretty big operation, but it had to be done. It was a humbling experience, you know? And uh, it definitely reinforced my decision to stay away from steroids and any shortcuts like that. It's just not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, I've heard stories about guys who had to get that surgery, and it's definitely not something anyone would want to go through. Yeah. What's really interesting to me is you hear so many stories about athletes and actors getting caught up in the steroid world, and the repercussions can be pretty serious. Yeah. You know, it's easy to get uh, tempted by the promise of quicker results, especially when you're young and impatient. But that experience, it taught me there's no substitute for hard work, dedication, and uh, consistency. Right. That's how I've built my physique over the years. And that's what I try to share with others who look up to me. It's really inspiring. And I think it's important for people to know that there are no shortcuts in life. Exactly. You've got to put in the work and sometimes it's going to be a long, tough road to achieve your goals, but it's worth it in the end. Absolutely, Joe. And I think it's also important to, uh, surround yourself with people who believe in you and um, share the same values. They'll keep you grounded, push you to do better, and help you stay on track. That's a big part of my success too. Totally. I mean, that support system is crucial. It's wild to think about how your experiences and decisions have shaped your journey. I mean, you've come so far from that 18-year-old kid dealing with gyno to like being one of the most successful actors in the world. Yeah, it's been quite a journey, and uh, I'm grateful for every step of it. The struggles, uh, the failures, and the successes, they've all shaped me into 
the person I am today, and I wouldn't change a thing. It's so fascinating how you've gone through such an incredible transformation from wrestling to acting. I've always been curious, was there a specific moment when you realized that you wanted to make the jump to Hollywood? You know, it wasn't really uh, one specific moment. It was more like um, a series of events that made me realize I could uh, make an impact mm -hmm, right. in the world of acting. Right. When I first got into wrestling, I uh, never really imagined I'd become an actor, but then I started getting um, opportunities to make appearances on TV shows and do uh, small acting gigs. It was uh, a gradual process, and I started to really um, enjoy the challenges that came with acting. I know a lot of actors say that there's a lot of similarity between wrestling and acting. Oh, yeah. The performance aspect, the athleticism, and the storytelling. Uh -huh. Did you find that your wrestling background made it easier for you to get into acting? Absolutely. There are um, a lot of similarities, like you said. The uh, physicality, the charisma, and the uh, ability to connect with an audience, mm -hmm. those are all skills that um, I developed during my wrestling career, and they definitely helped me uh, transition into acting. But at the same time, acting presented uh, new challenges and required me to um, hone different skills. It was a uh, steep learning curve, but I was um, determined to succeed, and I put in the work to get better with each role. I think that determination and work ethic is a huge part of why you've been so successful. You're always pushing yourself to excel, and it's really impressive. Oh, thanks. So with all these blockbuster films under your belt now, mm -hmm. what's been your favorite role so far? Wow, that's a tough question. Uh, I've had the opportunity to play some really amazing characters. But if I had to choose, I'd say that um, playing Black Adam... Yeah. was definitely one of my favorite roles. The complexity of the character, the physical demands of the role, and the uh, chance to bring this iconic anti-hero to life. It was all uh, incredibly rewarding. Yeah, I love Black Adam. You absolutely killed it in that role. It's really interesting to see how you've been able to adapt to all these different characters and genres, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger for you. Thanks, Joe. The character has such a rich history in the DC Comics universe. Oh, yeah. How did you prepare for the role and get into the mindset of this powerful anti-hero? Great question, Joe. Um, so for Black Adam, I really wanted to dive deep into the character's um, background and understand his motivations. Okay. I spent a lot of time uh, reading the comics, talking to the... Um, writers and the director and just trying to um absorb as much as i could about uh who black adam is his history and his um unique place within the dc universe it was important for me to um portray him with depth and uh authenticity i think that's one of the things that really stood out about your performance the depth you brought to the character right you could see the conflict and the pain in your portrayal. It was a really powerful performance. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate that. It was important for me to show the human side of Black Adam, his struggles, his um, moral dilemmas, and the complexity of his character. I think that's what 
makes him so relatable and uh, interesting to audiences. Yeah, absolutely. It's also interesting to see how these superhero movies are evolving with more focus on the characters and the storytelling rather than just the action and special effects. How do you feel about the direction the industry is heading in? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it's fantastic that filmmakers are focusing more on um, character development and storytelling in these superhero films. It not only um, engages the audience on a deeper level, but it also uh, elevates the entire genre. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's all about telling great stories, and I'm excited about the direction Hollywood is taking, especially in the world of superhero films. You know, I was thinking of something while I was watching it in the cinema. For once, you're not running in the jungle. Uh, it seems like most of your movies have you running through jungles. What's up with that? Yeah, Joe, um, I've noticed that too. I guess uh, there's just something about me and jungles that go together. Maybe it's the wild, untamed environment or the uh, physical challenges it presents, but... Uh, I have to say, I do love filming in those beautiful natural locations. Maybe you were like Tarzan in a previous life, swinging through the trees, saving people from danger. Maybe, Joe. It's funny you say that, because um, I've always been drawn to adventure and action, both in my personal life and in the roles I choose to play. And uh, there's something about being in the heart of nature that just feels right to me. Well, it definitely works for you. And it's fun for the audience, too, to see you tackling these crazy jungle scenarios. Thank you, Joe. It's always great to hear that people are enjoying the movies and the adventures that come with them. And, you know, it's not just the jungle. I'm always looking for new challenges, new uh, environments to explore, and new ways to push myself both as an actor and as a person. Speaking of adventures, let's talk about Jumanji. Uh, okay. I was so surprised how much of a blast it was, and your chemistry with Kevin Hart was just incredible. Yeah. How did you guys develop that amazing friendship and on-screen dynamic? Yeah. Oh, man, Kevin. Uh, that guy is a character, Joe. Uh, we first met when we were working on Central Intelligence together, right. and um, from the very beginning, we just clicked. I think we complement each other so well because we have um, very different styles of humor, but we both love making people laugh. Yeah. The chemistry between the two of you is just crazy. Thank you, man. It's, it, it, it's, um, it's really just a natural chemistry we have. And the funny thing is we're always trying to one-up each other, both on and off set. Um, one time during the filming of Jumanji, we were on a break and uh, Kevin started doing push-ups. <laughs> So, of course, I had to jump in and show him who's the boss. Mm -hmm, right. It turned into this impromptu push-up contest right there on set. We're always uh, pushing each other to be better. That's so funny. A little friendly competition is always good. Absolutely, Joe. And um, I think that's part of what makes our uh, friendship so special. We genuinely enjoy being around each other, and we... Um, push each other to be the the best versions of ourselves both personally and professionally it's um it's truly a blessing to have someone like that in your life it really is and it's so cool to see how that chemistry and friendship translates on screen you guys are hilarious together do you have any other projects planned with kevin in the future 
you know, Joe, we're um, um, always looking for opportunities to work together again. We've been tossing around a few ideas and uh, we're just waiting for the right project to come along. But I can tell you this, when we find it, it's going to be something special. It's going to be big. I can't wait to see it. You guys are like the, the new comedy duo, just uh, dynamite together. Thank you, man. That means a lot coming from you. We'll uh, definitely keep you posted on what we have coming up. For sure. Please do. Now, I've got to ask you about your insane work ethic. Oh, yeah. How do you find the balance between, you know, family, fitness, acting, oh, and all the other stuff you've got going on? Well, Joe, um, it's all about priorities, right? Uh, my family always comes first and I make sure that I'm there for them no matter what. When it comes to my career in fitness, I believe that consistency is key. Waking up early, getting my workout in and, uh, focusing on what needs to be done that day. And it's also important to, uh, take some time for yourself, you know, to recharge and refuel both mentally and physically. Yeah, it's like you've got to keep your engine running clean if you want it to keep going, right? Exactly. Um, Self-care and taking care of your mental health is just as important as physical health. It's all connected, and uh, finding that balance is crucial to living a happy and fulfilling life. Yeah, totally. Finding that harmony between your career and your personal life can be a real challenge, especially with all the demands you've got going on. How do you like make sure you're maintaining strong relationships with your family and friends while also pursuing your career. It's definitely a, a challenge, but it's all about being present and making the most of the time you have with your loved ones. For me, I make it a point to set aside quality time with my family and um, my close friends, even if it's just catching up over the phone or having dinner together when we're in the same city. Yeah, you know, I find that I can really only do this job because I have such an amazing support system at home. My wife is incredible, and she takes care of so much, which allows me to focus on what I'm doing here. It's like you said, being present when you're with them, it's so important. It really is, Joe. And um, having that support system is invaluable. It's not only about the time you spend with your family and friends, but also the understanding and support they give you um to pursue your passions and career yeah of it's course. a two-way street and i make sure to uh show them how much i appreciate their support yeah it's all about appreciation and gratitude right right recognizing the sacrifices our loved ones make for us and making sure we're there for them too exactly it's about giving back and showing them that they are just as important to you as um your career is uh -huh. and ultimately they're the reason we do what we do you know they keep us grounded humble and um motivated to keep pushing forward absolutely it's like if you've got a strong foundation at home you can go out into the world and take on anything yeah exactly that strong foundation is the key to uh being able to pursue our passions and excel in our respective fields. Speaking of the challenges that come with success, I want to talk about fame and how it impacted your life. I mean, you're one of the most recognizable people on the planet, and I'm sure there are pros and cons to that. 
How do you handle being so famous? Oh man, Joe, it's uh, definitely a double-edged sword, you know? Um, on one hand, it's incredible to have this platform to inspire people and make a positive impact on their lives. Um, but on the other hand, it can be um, tough to deal with the lack of privacy and constant scrutiny. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, I get a taste of it myself, but it's nowhere near the level you experience. How, how do you manage to keep some privacy? Um, I try to keep certain aspects of my life private and um, surround myself with people who respect my boundaries. Mm. You know, it's important to have a safe space where you can just be yourself and not have to worry about the public eye. And what about criticism? I know most people love you, but you've got to face some negativity sometimes with the level of fame you've got. Uh, How do you handle that? I think it's important to not take everything to heart. You know, I try to focus on the positive impact I'm making and um, not let the negativity affect me too much. Of course, it's important to learn from constructive criticism, but there's a lot of noise out there and you can't let it bring you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've got to let that negativity just roll off your back, right? right? Focus on the positive impact you're making and keep moving forward. Absolutely, Joe. And um, as public figures, we have this unique opportunity to use our platforms to inspire a positive change. So I always try to remember that and use my fame as a force for good. And it's so important too. I mean, if we're in these positions of influence, we should absolutely be using our platforms to make the world a better place. Definitely. It's uh, a responsibility, but also a privilege to be in a position where we can inspire others and help make a positive difference. You know, I've got a policy. I just don't read the comments on YouTube or even read articles about me. Right. What about you? It, it feels like it's just not worth taking on all that negativity. Yeah, I definitely get that. There's so much misinformation and um, negativity out there. It's sometimes best to just ignore it and keep doing your thing. Right. Like when I got hit with COVID, it was like the press was on some kind of witch hunt. Fake stories left and right. Just total insanity. I mean... I had to keep my head in the game, focus on taking care of myself and my family instead of dealing with all that drama. I remember that. It must have been a really tough time for you. And the last thing you needed was the press spreading false information. It's um, really important to take care of yourself and not let those things distract you from what's truly important. Yeah, it was wild, man but it really solidified my choice to just steer clear of that stuff. I found it's much better to focus on the positive stuff in life and use my platform for something good, you know? Absolutely. We have a responsibility to be role models and uh, not let the negativity bring us down. Keep using your platform to inspire and uh, make a difference. It's really important. Yeah, I feel like we got to make the most out of these platforms we've got, right? I mean, look at you. You've done so much charity work, and that's something I really respect. You're out there trying to make a positive impact. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I, I um, think it's essential to give back and help those in need. You know, I feel grateful for everything um, I've been able to achieve, and I want to spread that positivity.
it's like throwing a stone in the water, right? Right. The more positivity you put out there, the more ripples you create. People pick up on that and they keep it going. And uh, you've done the same thing with your podcast. You bring all these incredible people on your show and um, you're always promoting positivity, knowledge, and um, growth. That's really cool of you to say. I appreciate that. I just aim to have interesting conversations, bring different views to the table. You know, we're all in this ride together, right? Yeah, that's really what it's all about, being open-minded and um, learning from each other. That's how we grow and make the world a better place. Absolutely. You know, I'm always intrigued by stories of people fighting through adversity or handling the weird challenges that fame can throw at you. It's a real eye-opener for sure. Yeah, it's really important to keep things in perspective and stay grounded, you know? Yeah, totally. So I've been wondering, with the crazy schedule you've gotten, how much you're grinding on your career, how do you chill out and have a bit of fun? You got any hobbies or stuff you do to just let go? That's a great question, Joe. Uh, I think it's really important to um, have hobbies and ways to relax. I, I enjoy fishing, believe it or not. There's something um peaceful about being out on the water just connecting with nature man fishing is so underrated just being in nature like that it's like therapy for the soul yeah do you have a spot where you go often yeah or do you take a boat and go on the ocean yeah uh i i got a massive lake on uh my property oh that's awesome yeah so i like going there uh on my own i find it very relaxing you know just me and the nature i love it yeah i love fishing too what about hunting? You ever get into that? I um, haven't done much hunting, but I'm definitely open to trying it. I know you're a big bow hunter. Mm -hmm. How did you get into that? Yeah, got into bow hunting through my buddy Steve Ranella. Guy got me into it, and boom, I was just hooked. Right. There's something real primal and satisfying about hunting your own food. Then with bow hunting, you've got this extra layer of challenge. It's like this raw connection with nature, and it forces you to stay grounded in the moment yeah that's really fascinating um i'll have to give it a try sometime i think it's important to um constantly challenge ourselves and learn new skills and it's humbling too right makes you appreciate the skills and patience our ancestors had to survive but it's rewarding keeps you in shape too plus it's a solid excuse to spend more time outdoors absolutely what about you any activities that help you connect with nature and stay present for me, Joe, um, I think spending time with my family in nature is really important. We love to go hiking and just um, being outdoors is so rejuvenating. I also find that meditation is key for staying grounded and present. Meditation is a game changer. Been doing it for years and it's had a huge impact on my life. You know, another thing about bow hunting that I dig is how it forces you to be so present, so focused. It's almost like a moving meditation, and you develop this profound respect for the animals you're hunting, too. That's really interesting. I can definitely see how that can be a um, form of meditation. I think there's a lot of um, respect to be had for people who can develop such patience and um, skill. It's definitely something I'd be open to exploring in the future. But at the moment, I try to prioritize is spending time with my family. My little girls, man, they're my world. Ah, uh, what are some of your favorite things to do with your girls? Uh, 
we do all sorts of things together. I like taking them on little adventures, uh, exploring nature, or even just sitting down and watching movies together. But most importantly, I just want to be present and cherish every moment with them. That's beautiful stuff. Being present for your kids. That's so important. I've got three kids myself and it's always this balancing act, but I make sure I'm there for the big moments and the small ones too. Like just the other day I was helping my youngest with her homework and it was just so cool to see her figuring things out, you know? Absolutely, Joe. Those moments are priceless. And I think it's great for our kids to uh, see us working hard and following our passions, but at the same time showing them that family always comes first. It teaches them about balance and priorities in life. Yeah, exactly. It's like leading by example, right? And it's this constant reminder of what's really important in life. There's nothing that tops the connection we have with the people we love. You know, speaking of spending time with my girls, they absolutely love having uh, tea parties. Right. And let me tell you, they make sure daddy attends every single one of them dressed up and everything. Kids, man, they just bring out that other side of you, don't they? Absolutely. I wouldn't trade those moments for anything. They're priceless memories that uh, I'll cherish forever. And I think it's important for them to see that no matter how big or tough daddy might seem, he's always there for his little girls and willing to play along. When my daughters were little, they'd come up with these wild games or performances, and I'd have to play along, whatever role they threw at me. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I was a prince, sometimes the bad guy, sometimes even an animal. It was always fun to see their creativity and play. And then, like you said, it's those special memories that stick with you. Yeah. It's all about making the most of uh, the time we have with them and really being present in their lives. That connection we build with our kids, it's priceless. Do your older girls have phones? Yeah. My, my older daughter does have a phone. I always find it interesting to hear what other parents think about kids and smartphones, internet access, all that. I think it's important for her to be able to communicate with her friends and have some level of independence. But I also believe in setting boundaries and monitoring her usage to ensure she's staying safe and responsible. Yeah, that's smart. It's this weird balance, right? You want them to have the the tools to get by in this modern world, but there's there's all these dangers that come with it, like getting hooked on social media or dealing with cyberbullying. Absolutely. And it's a conversation we've had many times as a family discussing the benefits and uh, drawbacks of having a phone and how it's essential to use it responsibly. As parents, it's our job to educate our kids and make sure they understand the implications of their actions. I've, I've had similar talks with my kids about being careful with what they post online and the importance of critical thinking when they come across stuff on the internet. The internet's a wild resource, but it's also just filled with a bunch of nonsense and negativity. And also, I think it's crucial to have those open and honest conversations with our kids so they know they can come to us if they ever feel overwhelmed or encounter something that makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, it's all about building that trust and keeping communication lines open. So our kids know they can count on us for guidance as they navigate this crazy digital world. But let me ask you, do you ever worry about the impact of smartphones on their mental health or their social skills? Yeah, that's definitely a concern. It's easy to get lost in the world of screens and 
forget how to interact with people, you know, face to face. I make it a point to encourage my girls to engage in activities and hobbies that don't involve screens. So they have a well-rounded upbringing and don't become too uh, dependent on their devices. Yeah, I try to do the same thing with my kids, pushing them to be active, explore nature, and develop interpersonal skills. It's all about striking that balance and making sure our kids grow up to be well-rounded, adaptable adults. Yeah. Do your daughters see you as a superhero? Uh, I mean, you're one of the biggest names in Hollywood, but I'm curious how that translates to your role as a dad. You know what? My girls really don't care about daddy's career. To them, I'm just dad. It's funny because they'll see me in a movie or on TV, but at the end of the day, I'm just the guy who plays with them, reads bedtime stories, and helps with homework. I think it's really humbling, right? Kids have this amazing ability to keep us grounded because to them, we're just mom or dad, not some larger-than-life figure. Absolutely, and I actually love that about being a parent. Right. It's a constant reminder of what's truly important in life. You can be the biggest movie star or the most famous athlete, but when you're at home with your kids... All that matters is being present and uh, taking care of them. That's so true. My kids couldn't care less about my podcast or comedy career. They just want me to be there for them, listen to their stories, and help them with whatever they need. It really puts things in perspective, doesn't it? It definitely does. And I think it's a healthy reality check for um, all of us, especially in a world where fame and success are so highly valued at the end of the day, the most important role we play is being a good parent to our children. Absolutely. Speaking of staying grounded and keeping things in perspective, you've managed to branch out beyond acting and become a successful entrepreneur, which is so wild. Thanks, Joe. Tell me about some of your business ventures. You know, I've always believed in the power of hard work and being smart with the opportunities that uh, come my way. I've got my hands in a few different ventures like my tequila brand, Terramana, and uh, Project Rock, my collaboration with Under Armour. It's been a wild ride, and I'm learning so much along the way. That's awesome. I've actually tried Terramana, and it's really good stuff. Thanks, Joe. But I want to talk about Project Rock for a minute. Right. What inspired you to create a clothing line with Under Armour? Yeah. It's fascinating to me. Well... You know, Joe, fitness has always been such a big part of my life. I wanted to create a a brand that reflected my passion for training and my commitment to being the the best version of myself. So I teamed up with Under Armour to develop gear that I personally love and uh, that I think will inspire others to push themselves harder in the gym and in life. That's really cool. It's always inspiring to see someone like you take your passions and turn them into successful businesses. What have you learned from your entrepreneurial journey so far? I've learned that uh, it's not just about having a good idea. It's about being willing to put in the work, make the tough decisions, and uh, take risks. It's also important to surround yourself with a strong team who shares your vision and is committed to helping you succeed. But ultimately, I think it comes down to staying true to your values and not losing sight of what's important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I've learned so much from my own entrepreneurial journey, and one of the most important lessons is to keep evolving and learning from your experiences. But you also have to be willing to take risks. Like you said, 
you never know what's going to work unless you give it a shot. Exactly. It's so wild how life works that way. Absolutely. And I, I think that's something both of us have in common. We're not afraid to put ourselves out there and chase our dreams, even if it means facing failure or setbacks along the way. At the end of the day, it's about growing, learning, and becoming better in every aspect of yeah, life. So important. You know, Joe, speaking of chasing our dreams and staying true to our values, I've always believed in the importance of giving back to society and helping those who are less fortunate. That's why I started the Dwayne Johnson Rock Foundation. It's been incredibly rewarding to see the impact it's had on so many lives. That's amazing. I think it's so important to use our platforms and success to give back and make a difference. I've been involved with various charitable organizations myself, like the Fight for the Forgotten and the Innocence Project. Oh, yeah. It's a big part of what makes all the hard work worth it, you know, to be able to help others. Absolutely, Joe. Uh, I couldn't agree more. My foundation focuses on helping kids and young adults who are facing challenges and adversity, providing them with the uh, resources and support they need to overcome obstacles and succeed. It's really humbling to see the difference we can make in these kids' lives. That's incredible. I think it's so important to help those who are facing uh, challenges, especially kids. The work your foundation is doing is truly inspiring. It's amazing how much of an impact we can have when we put our energy and resources into something like that. Thanks, Joe. It means a lot coming from you. I think it's essential for uh, all of us to do our part, no matter how big or small, to make a positive change in the world. And when we're in a position to help, I believe it's our responsibility to give back and make a difference. Absolutely. It's all about being a positive force in the world and helping those who need it the most. It's been great to see how our respective foundations have grown and made an impact over the years. It's really a testament to the power of giving back and being passionate about what you do. Yeah, and I think it's a, a reminder that um, success isn't just about the money or the fame. It's about making a uh, uh, lasting impact and leaving the world a better place than we found it. That's something that's always been really important to me. And I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to make a difference through my foundation. I think we could all learn a lot from that philosophy. You know, something that's always fascinated me is the power of storytelling. Whether it's through movies, podcasts, or even just sitting around a campfire, there's something so captivating about a well-told story in our respective fields, absolutely, we've had the opportunity to be part of some incredible narratives. How do you feel about storytelling and its impact on people? Yes, yeah, storytelling is such an essential part of the human experience. It's how we connect with each other, share our experiences, and make sense of the world around us. Um, in movies, we have the opportunity to create these immersive worlds and um, transport the audience to places they've never been before. It's a powerful thing. Absolutely. And in podcasts like this one, we get to have these deep conversations and share ideas, experiences, and stories with the listeners. It's a more intimate form of storytelling that can really make you feel connected to people, even if you've never met them before. Yeah, I think storytelling in any form is all about 
creating that connection, that sense of uh, empathy and understanding. When you can really put yourself in someone else's shoes and um, experience their emotions, their struggles, their triumphs, that's when the power of storytelling truly comes to life. It's so wild to me how a well-told story can just grab you and make you feel like you're living it. You get so invested in the characters and you're rooting for them or you're scared for them. It's like, how did we get so wrapped up in this? It's just a story. But it speaks to that fundamental human need to connect and understand each other. Absolutely, Joe. And I think that's why movies and other forms of storytelling have endured for so long. We're always looking for ways to... Um, explore the human condition to see ourselves reflected in the stories we consume it's a way to make sense of our own lives and the world around us yeah it's amazing to think about the the power of storytelling and how it has shaped our culture and history it's an art form that i think will always be a crucial part of the human experience definitely and uh it's an honor to be part of that tradition to contribute our own stories and experiences to the tapestry of human existence. It's a responsibility I don't take lightly, and I know you feel the same way about your work. That got me thinking about the heroes and role models who have inspired us throughout our lives. I know you've mentioned your father and your grandfather as big influences in your life. Are there any other personal heroes or role models that have inspired you? Um... Besides my father and grandfather, I've been fortunate enough to encounter many incredible individuals throughout my journey who have inspired me in uh, different ways. I'd have to say that Muhammad Ali has always been a huge inspiration to me. Oh man, I love Ali. His charisma, his unwavering belief in himself, and uh, his commitment to his values taught me the importance of staying true to who you are no matter the obstacles he's an absolute legend he was such a force not just in the ring but outside of it as well he was a man of principle and he didn't back down when it came to his beliefs it's inspiring absolutely for me one of my biggest role models is bruce lee oh yeah he was a philosopher a martial artist and an innovator. Yeah. He had this incredible ability to blend physicality with intellect, and he broke down barriers in the world of martial arts and beyond. I've always admired that. Bruce Lee was uh, definitely a trailblazer, and his impact is still felt today. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible how these um, larger-than-life figures have left such a lasting impression on us and continue to inspire us in our own lives. Yeah, it's amazing to see how someone you've never met can have such a profound impact on you. It's It just goes to show the power of the stories they leave behind and how they, they can continue to inspire others even after they're gone. You're right, Joe. Um, it's also a reminder of the responsibility we have as public figures, the impact we can have on others, especially the younger generations, is enormous. We have to strive to be the best versions of ourselves and uh, set an example that can positively influence those who look up to us. Absolutely. It's a big responsibility, but it's also a privilege to be able to touch people's lives in that way. It's humbling 
to think about the impact we can have on others. And it's a reminder to always stay true to ourselves and our values. Definitely. We've been given an amazing opportunity to make a difference. And I'm grateful for that every day. You know, speaking of making a difference and impacting others, it's interesting to think about where the entertainment industry is heading. I mean, there's been a lot of changes in Hollywood lately with the rise of streaming platforms and the whole woke movement in films and TV shows. What are your thoughts on the future of entertainment? I think one of the great things about uh, the entertainment industry is that it's always uh, evolving and adapting. Mm -hmm, right. Streaming platforms have definitely changed the game in terms of how people consume content. And uh, that's been both a challenge and an opportunity for us in the industry. Mm, okay. As for the woke movement, I think um, it's important to have diverse voices and perspectives in storytelling. We need to create content that's um, inclusive and speaks to a wide range of people. At the same time, we need to ensure that the stories we tell don't become overly politicized and that we don't alienate audiences in the process. I totally get that. It's a delicate balance, right? Oh, yeah. You want to be inclusive and diverse, but you also don't want to force it in a way that comes across as disingenuous. There's definitely been some backlash against that sort of thing, but I also think it's an opportunity for new voices to be heard and for the industry to grow. Absolutely, Joe. The key is finding that balance and allowing for creativity and authenticity in storytelling. It's important to remember that at the end of the day, we're all human beings with unique experiences and perspectives. Our job as entertainers is to bring those stories to life and create a space where people can connect with one another. I think if we can approach things with that mindset, there's a lot of potential for positive change and growth in the industry. It'll be interesting to see how things evolve in the coming years. For sure, Joe. I'm excited to be a part of that journey and uh, to keep pushing boundaries and telling stories that matter. You know, I've been thinking about how your characters seem to be a bit of a, a renaissance for the 80s action hero. Okay. You know, like the roles Arnold Schwarzenegger used to play. Oh, yeah. Those muscular, masculine figures that we've kind of lost in the past couple of decades in cinema. I think there's still a place for that, and it's important. Right. What are your thoughts on that, and how do you feel about the way masculinity is being portrayed in today's society? That's an interesting point. Uh, I grew up watching those uh, 80s action heroes, and they definitely had a big impact on me. I think there's something to be said for those strong, larger-than-life characters they can be a source of inspiration and um, aspiration for people. As for the portrayal of masculinity today, I think uh, it's important to recognize that there, there are many ways to be masculine. We need to embrace and celebrate different expressions of masculinity and not just the traditional stereotypical idea of what a man should be. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it's important to have that balance we need strong masculine characters like the ones you play, but at the same time, it's important to show different sides of what it means to be a man. Absolutely. 
I believe that a strong man can also be sensitive, caring, and empathetic. It's about being authentic to uh, who you are and not feeling pressured to fit into a specific mold of masculinity. Yeah, and, and it's fascinating to me how society seems to be attacking masculinity in some ways. I think we need to celebrate all aspects of what it means to be a man and not try to suppress certain elements. I agree. We need to have conversations about masculinity and what it means to be a man in today's world. By doing that, we can uh, create a more inclusive and understanding society that celebrates the diversity of human experiences. Yeah, it's, it's all about balance and understanding. Like you said, we need all types of characters and role models in entertainment and in our lives. Oh, yeah. I've got to ask. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of talk about you running for president. Right. You're clearly loved by so many people. What are your thoughts on that? Could you see yourself entering the political arena? You know, Joe, it's really humbling to hear people say that uh, they'd support me in a potential political career. But uh, to be completely honest, I don't think it's the right path for me, at least not right now. Okay. Uh, One of the main reasons is um, my daughter's being president or even being on the campaign trail means uh, being on the road. And I'm trying to do less of that these days so I can be there for my girls. I understand that family is is the most important thing. But with your level of influence and the love people have for you, you could really make a difference in the world, especially with everything that's been going on in politics. Have you ever thought about that? I've definitely thought about it. I'm always looking for ways to make a positive impact and help people, uh, whether it's through my foundation, my films, or other endeavors. But I've realized that I don't necessarily have to be in politics to make a difference. There are many ways to contribute. And for now, I think my uh, focus should be on my family and the other areas where I can make a positive impact. It's a shame that someone with your integrity and heart isn't interested in running for office, but I completely understand your perspective. Oh, thanks. You're already making a huge difference in people's lives, and it's clear that your family is your top priority. I really appreciate that. It's all about um, finding uh, that balance and focusing on what's truly important to you. And who knows, maybe someday when my daughters are older, I might reconsider, but, but for now, I'm happy with the path I'm on. So just to be clear, we won't be seeing President The Rock anytime soon. No, Joe, not anytime soon. Like I said, my focus is on my family and my current projects, but you never know what the future holds. For now, I'm happy with where I'm at and um, the impact I can have through the work I'm already doing. Well, on that note, I think it's the perfect time to wrap up. Dwayne, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. The pleasure is all mine, Joe. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show and share your insights and stories with us. It was a great conversation, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on your show. Mm. Keep doing what you're doing and inspiring people. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. All right, folks. See you next time. Take care, everybody. (laughs) 